So you've been with a narcissist and you're wondering, how do I actually get through the healing part? What does that even look like? Today, I want to talk to you about three stages of narcissistic abuse recovery, what it actually looks like. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and then the guide in your 45-day Clarity Challenge at claritychallenge.net. If you like what you see here about narcissism, narcissistic abuse, and some of my journey, then go ahead and like or subscribe. Would love to have you join part of the community. Today, I want to have us learn and kind of walk through three stages of mindset in your healing journey and what that looks like on piece by piece, step by step. And the goal is to have you identify where you are and to get an idea of this is where I am. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is where I need to go. I want to be able to move to the next level in my healing and in that journey process because it is a journey. And we'll touch on that here in just a bit. The first aspect of narcissistic abuse recovery is really like where we start at. And that typically is the victim. A lot of times that's not just a victim mindset, but that is just a victim. A person who has been with a narcissist, a toxic person, an abuser, whatever label you want to put on it, doesn't really matter. But a person that's been with that person oftentimes is powerless. They're like, I feel completely helpless. Like, I don't know what has happened in the relationship. I feel completely crazy. Like, it is hard to understand what is actually happening because they have no base level of knowledge of what's going on with narcissism, with covert abuse, with different things like that. And so it's hard to be able to know what's happening. It's hard to be able to fight back. Everything's already been controlled, isolated, manipulated, all different types of stuff. And the person comes to the table of like, I don't know what's going on. Oftentimes the victims are the first people that see one of the videos and they're like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what I've been struggling with, but I had no clue. And then they start getting more information. When we're talking about the victim aspect, it's not an aspect that is used in a degrading term. It's just an aspect of like, hey, these are people that are inside the relationship or have gotten out of the relationship and still feel powerless to control the outcome. They still feel powerless of how they're thinking, of how the emotions are tying in, of how the, the motives on a day-to-day -day basis of like, I don't really want to do this because I still want this person or whatever it might be. Oftentimes, the victims are still struggling with the aspect of the trauma bond. That idea of like, I know logically this person is not good for me, but emotionally, mentally, physically, I still want to go back. I still want to see them. And a huge aspect of breaking that needs to come down to the stories that we believe. This is when people start to learn and start to figure out, start to get like a glimpse of what's actually happening. 
Typically, this is when we're talking about the fog that comes from narcissistic abuse, the fear, the obligation, the guilt that gets you entrapped so you can't even see where you're going. And a lot of times the narcissist can walk around you calling out and directing you the way they want you to go, typically distorting your reality with gaslighting, love bombing, and future faking. Well, as you start to learn about narcissism, it's like, I normally call it like drinking from the fire hydrant of narcissism. It's just like, holy cow, like there's like so much stuff that I'm like learning about it. And that knowledge piece starts becoming very enabling of like, oh, I'm actually seeing more of what's happening around me. And as a result, people normally get plugged into solid communities to help them in that healing process. Many of you in the early stages have probably reached out to friends, to family, to other people that didn't understand what you were going through and didn't understand narcissistic abuse and felt like it didn't help at all. Because a lot of times if you don't have someone who actually knows what's going on, that has experienced it, that has seen it, that has been through it, friends, family, even therapists, like if you don't have those people that have actually know what it is, a lot of times it'll get discounted. Well, you should just leave and you should just get over it. Those kind of advice from friends and family are not really helpful advice because they don't understand. Get around community because that's super essential to be able to help you upgrade the level that you're at of like victimhood or victim mentality of like now I'm becoming aware I need to ground myself with people around. It's one of the reasons why we created the NARC app, the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community to help people in that journey and in that healing process. So find yourself a great support system, get into therapy, start working with coaches, anything you can to build up your knowledge base and help you move from that victim aspect into the knowledge aspect of becoming a survivor. You see, as the people leave the victim mindset and go into a survivor mindset, they start to know and understand what has happened and what's also happening if they're still in the relationship. Oftentimes, this comes down to the fact of radical acceptance. I need to acknowledge and accept this has happened. One of the hardest pieces for people in the journey is coming to radical acceptance, the truth that will set you free. If you're not willing to engage with the truth, you won't be able to find what is actually there that you need to learn or grow from. When you start to learn the stories that you believe, that's when we start breaking through the trauma bond, breaking through the attachment, breaking through the addiction of another person. And typically, the stories that you tell yourself are the ones that you believe. The hard part is a lot of times the stories that you tell yourself have been twisted and shaped and changed perspective from early childhood to previous relationships to the narcissist in your life. And when you start realizing that some of the stories you believe are based on a fantasy or a fiction, and you start to deconstruct those and actually build the correct story that's based on the truth of the situation, that's what starts to set you free. Those are some of the things that we dive into in depth, trying to equip people with the tools to break the trauma bond and to get free. Because it all goes back to the triggers that control you and the story that you're telling yourself. Sometimes the biggest thing that people can acknowledge is the biggest lie that you believe about the relationship that keeps you going back to that person time and time again. Well, as people are in this survivor mindset, they start adjusting their expectations. They start to know what to look for, what to see. They start to realize, wait a second, this person just treated me this way. That's because of X, Y, and Z. And it starts to make sense. And that's when people come back on a call or come back on a live and they're like, you'll never believe I watched this happen. And I'm like, yep, because that's what it normally does. And, and typically you'll have someone that's like, I figured it out. 
This is what they've been doing all this time. This is what they did, you know, yesterday because of X, Y, and Z. And they start to realize, and when they start to have that knowledge, we switch from victim to survivor. When they start to have that knowledge, they start to actually have it make sense and start to take back their power. Oftentimes, the reason why people feel powerless in situations is because they don't know, they don't understand it, and oftentimes they don't know who they are. So as a person's becoming a survivor mindset and like growing from it, they start getting a lot of information and knowledge and moving forward in there. As they start to go through there, they start to thrive past the rumination, past the frustration, past all those pieces that they're like, wait a second, what about, what about on all this kind of stuff? And they start to move forward, taking back their power, growing, healing, and changing. So you have the victim mindset, then you move into survivor mindset, and then you move into growth mindset. Growth mindset, I normally talk about in an aspect of like healing is not a destination, but a journey. Your healing journey turns to a place not where you're all of a sudden fully healed, but where your healing starts to morph into I'm not just healing, but I'm actually growing. A lot of times when I talk to people, they want, I just want to be healed. I just want to get better. I just want to get back to where I originally was. Like, that's not going to happen. Because you have more knowledge than what you first had. You have more development than what you first had. You're not going to go back to the same person you were before, but we can continue to grow, heal, and change to become someone better, to become someone who has leveled up in their knowledge and their understanding of what's going on. Now, when we switch into a growth mindset, it is a mindset shift to continue the growth. Not just to check the box and be like, healed, done, good, ready to move. Like, no, it's like, hey, this is going to be a lifelong journey, not just in the healing aspect, but in the growing. How am I working on myself? How am I adjusting my mindset, my intention, my purpose, my vision, my values, who I actually am? How am I growing that? And what you notice is you start to deal with the truth. You start to grow in your mindset. You start to realize other people around you are going to start falling out of your life. You're going to start realizing this person's kind of toxic. Like that person just gassed at me the other day about something that they did wrong. Like this person, and you start to have people become less and less and less in your life. But the thing is, at this point, it's okay. Because you're looking at yourself and you're looking at that growth and being like, I want to be around the people that actually help me move forward in that healing, growth, and change. When you live in the truth of you, you live in the truth of what you're seeing around, that produces radical shifts in your life and in that change. And others, a lot of times, will be like, whoa, not really sure if I want to be around this person because they're very truthful, because they're honest with who they are, or they're calling me out for stuff that I got away with before. A lot of times, people that grow or glow up end up being huge helps in other aspects, you know, whether that's different vocations, whether that's different lives. But a lot of times people will get to the place where they continue to grow. And a lot of times they glow up to do great things that are possible because they no longer have that toxicity in their life, but they also never stop the endless pursuit of growing, healing, changing, and developing. Last but not least, I want you to consider today when we talk about victim, survivor, or growth mindset is what place are you in today? Today, right now, when you think about it, do you have the knowledge? Do you have like the education of where you're starting to realize what it is, where you're starting to heal, break the trauma bond? And do you have the place where you're growing, healing, and changing regardless of those things where you're still moving forward? What place are you at today? 
victim, survivor, and growth mindset. I wanna challenge you to take an assessment and start to think through where I actually am and what do I need to do to start growing my aspects and leveling up where I am to help continue through the stages of narcissistic abuse recovery. If you want some more help in some of this, I wanna invite you into the 45-day Clarity Challenge that can help you thrive after narcissistic abuse. We have a lot of people that are taking the challenge and on a monthly basis that are trying to help themselves grow, heal, and change by diving into who they actually are. That's one of the hardest things to find after narcissistic abuse is who are you after that abuse? What do you like? Who do you are? Like, where are you going in life? All those different aspects are talked about and covered in the 45-Day Clarity Challenge. So go to claritychallenge.net. Would love to have you join the community on the next run that they do with that challenge. You'll be paired up with people going through it on the same month at the same time, sharing information with each other to try to help provide that accountability and that responsibility as you continue to move forward to find the you after abuse.